0: But my motivation was, what's the best diet to support spiritual life? So in a sense, from a spiritual point of view, the life food diet clears what we call the nanis, which is the subtle energetic channels through which the Kundalini goes. And so ultimately, that's the best diet to help you become a superconductor of the divine. That's how I got there. Just think about it. Think about ourselves becoming superconductors of the divine. That's a whole other level of spiritual health, really, being able to move the spiritual energy. Whereas meat, fish, chicken, dairy, junk food, all that, block the flow of the spiritual energy or Kundalini. That's how I arrived at this That This is, okay, but it turns out it's really good for your health too, right?
1: Welcome to the Lionheart Podcast where we explore the dynamics between health, spirituality and the natural world. Today I'm speaking with Dr. Gabriel Cousins. Dr. Cousins has an enormous list of qualifications including holistic practice, Ayurvedic practitioner, Chinese herbalist, he is also the author of many books including live food cuisine, conscious eating and spiritual nutrition. In this episode we discuss the impact that living foods has on our bodies not just physically but also emotionally, mentally and spiritually. Dr. Cousins speaks about becoming a conductor of the divine and how the food we eat and the life force that we take in has a major impact on reaching these higher levels of spiritual vibration and that the health consequences, the health benefits, are a byproduct of this. So I want to welcome you, Dr. Cousins, and thank you for the wonderful work you're doing.
0: I'm very happy to be I have a certain investment My wife's from New Zealand. I've been to Australia a few times, actually to your very town and nearby, giving workshops as well as talking in Brisbane and other places throughout really Australia.
1: So the work you focus on is extraordinary in that you bring together and really do merge the food and the body with the spirit. Is this what holistic health means to you and... Is that what holistic is, this integration? I'd love you to talk a little about that.
0: So let's look at uh, kind of a different way. How did I get into this? And it will give you a little bit of an answer. In 1975, I received Shaktipat from Swami Muktananda. There are many Australians, actually, who were his students and friends of mine, and I went into the nothing, just disappeared. When I came out, this little voice rang out and said, you need to learn to eat and live in a way that supports the kundalini. Kundalini is a spiritual force that helps take us to liberation. Okay, so for the next seven years, I explored what is the best diet. So I was a doctor for a few thousand people in a moving ashram. Obviously, they did come to Australia as well, as you know. So what was the best diet? So finally, it got clear... The best diet to support spiritual life was a 100% vegan, at least 80% live food diet. Now I'm 99% live food in general. For most people, if they get to 100% plant based and 80%, they're going to get all the positive effects. So that's how I arrived at. It. Over time, the health is made and that comes along with it. But my motivation was, what's the best diet to support spiritual life? So. In a sense, from a spiritual point of view, the life food diet clears what we call the nannies, which is the subtle energetic channels through which the Kundalini goes. And so, ultimately, that's the best diet to help you become a superconductor of the divine. That's how I got there. Just think about it. Think about ourselves becoming superconductors of the divine. That's a whole other level of spiritual health, really, being able to move the spiritual energy. Whereas meat, fish, chicken, dairy, junk food, all that block the flow of the spiritual energy or Kundalini. That's how I arrived at this diet. This is okay, but it turns out it's really good for your health too, right? We can talk about it at different levels. I'll talk about myself a little bit, what I experienced, and I live with diet since '83, so that's 37 years on my food, and what's the result? Do you get thin, gaunt, or no? That's not what happened. I got stronger when I was 20 as an American football player. Not rugby or not, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I could do 70 push-ups. So at age 60, I could do 601. Last week at age 77, I did 700.
1: Sorry, you did 700 push-ups.
0: All at once, right. Now what's the point is on this diet, we can get stronger with age. Okay. That's a really important thing for people to hear. So with age, you don't have to get weaker. You can get stronger. The live food diet is by far, I do yoga about six days a week, by far the best for flexibility. And of course, in, uh, coming from the Indian position, you you do. You want to be a sattvic diet, which is not live food. Well, best is live food, but certainly no animal products. Okay, so... Here I am, more flexible, can sit in full lotus for really an hour or two. When I was playing football, I couldn't get my palms past my knees. My back was so tight. My hamstrings were so tight. Now I can put my palms on the floor. Also, now we just talked about flexibility. So we have strength Mm. flexibility, and also endurance goes along with that. So my experience being on this diet for 37 years is more strength and more flexibility, really more clarity of mind, and a specific support for spiritual life. So obviously, it also makes you healthy. Somebody said, "I really don't have any health things that I'm aware of." So those are all like yes, 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 yes type situations that it really works, and that's the point I'm making. Mm-hmm. My weight has been the same because these are things that are people. And a lot of people like to do life foods for losing weight, and it does work if you're overweight. What I've been basically my same, the same weight for 37 years. You know, it's like my high school graduation weight. I haven't gained, haven't lost. Now, I've had people on a live food diet for healing lose 100 pounds in a year. A three-week diabetes program, I've had people lose up to 46 pounds in three weeks. It's obviously great for losing weight, but my focus isn't about losing weight. That's just gonna going to happen. You will go to your normal weight, And the way I emphasize, you don't just keep losing weight. You go to your normal weight. And that's where it works. So we have normal weight, endurance, strength, flexibility. Those are all like really important things and obviously enhanced youth.ing So I'm kind of suggesting that maybe it's possible on a life-food diet, plus obviously our mental state, to get younger with age. That's a mind blower, right? It's a mind blower, but that's what I'm talking about.
1: Well, it's, also a dream come true (laughs) to feel better. I mean, most of us are kind of, there's a bit of a conditioning out there that as we age, this happens and that happens and this happens and that happens. But what you're saying is, well, no.
0: (laughs) I'm clearly saying that. I am pain free for years. I didn't start that way, but it's been years. And so, yes, you get better and you get healthier. And you get honestly pain free, which is a big deal. For most people, we'll have some kind of aches and pains or something.
1: And that would be because there'd be no inflammation in the body, things like this, the highly alkaline, the balance of weight, healthy weight. Just to clarify for our listeners, we know what live living raw foods are, but what is it really about? I've heard you speak in detail about the enzymes and what happens in the body when we eat living foods. And this must be a major contributor to health and spiritual health i would imagine
0: right so i've we find that discussion a little bit beyond enzymes and i'm going to use the word biophoton energy a doctor researcher from germany actually was literally able to to measure the biophoton energy coming off from our skin from our system mm. and what he found which is fascinating it's a People on the junk food were, really had 1,000 biophotons. People just on a cooked but organic, it was 23,000 biophotons. Newborn baby, 43,000. Live water, 83,000. <laughs> so there was 83 times more biophoton energy. And you can see it. We have Karelian photography. Maybe someday I'll come to Australia and show the pictures. You can see the energy. Yeah, wow. So what we're talking about is increasing the deep life force energy. So that's why I like to think about. It. Now, enzymes are part of it. We're going a step deeper here, which is, hey, we are actually having measurable energy. You know, with scientific equipment that you're getting 83 times more. Now, if you use different Chinese herbs and things, it goes up to 116 times more. Yeah, so I I do a lot with herbs, too. It fascinates me, but it's my alchemical background. So the point I'm making is, on live foods, 83 times more life force energy or photon energy. Now, there is other research by Dr. Breckman from Russia, but also he lives in Canada, that when he fed cooked and live food to mice, the same mice on the cooked food had two to three times more energy. And I think we we observe that in humans as well. You, you really do have more energy. Why? Well, because the live food, this is the key, you cook the food, it loses its energy. Mm. So we're taking the energy from the sun. Mm. It gets held in the chlorophyll. We take it into our system, the sunlight energy. And we basically are being energized by sunlight energy. That's where a lot of the energy comes from. It doesn't get destroyed when you cook food, you lose it. It loses its structure and its ability to hold that light energy. So that that's kind of a, another way of understanding it. We are eating energy. Live food has the highest amount of energy. And as we convert it from the sun to the plant to our bodies, we are literally able to have this biophoton energy coming off us. So that's really a kind of, let's say, a deeper way of understanding live food. It's maximum amount of sun energy, light and power that we can take into our, our bodies comes from the live food.
1: It's funny, as you were speaking a moment ago about live energy, I could see the way a plant, the process of photosynthesis, and what I was thinking was, this is like the process of photosynthesis for a human being, eating live foods and taking in the sun's energy, or the closest, because... Yes. yes. That's what I was actually thinking as you were speaking. So my next question brings me to, is this the closest way to nature that we can live? Is this how, would you say, nature intended for us to live, is to eat raw food?
0: Well, that's the Garden of Eden plan. That's what they had in Garden of Eden. Uh, And actually, if you look at the different traditions, the Taoist masters, as far back as 475 B.C., Pretty much a live food, no grains. What they call bigu. So I, I think in different traditions, all except one tradition, the the live food is at the inner core of who can do it. The ancient Essenes, the inner core did live food. It's, you know, not everybody's ready to have that kind of discipline and understanding. I'll tell you something else about this energy. This is a true story. So I'm also a Native American Sundancer. Some people may know about it, may not, but basically you dance four days in the sun or in a a circle, okay? I was the only one to go four years without food and water because you're supposed to do it without food and water. On the very last time I was at what we call eagle dance, I stood attached to the tree with the hooks of your chest for all four days. And I stood, which is part of the eagle dance, from sunrise to sunset and I kept getting more energy. It's like everybody else is getting fatigued. I'm really the only one left standing. I, I'm literally the only one that has not left the fields in four days, and I didn't get sunburned. Now, that's the, the point I'm trying to make. Now, how did that happen? Why didn't I get sunburned? I mean, there were Native Americans there. There were Afro-Americans. There, they all got sunburned. It's hot. You know, it's 110 degrees. It's in the sun all day long. It's hot. The reason I didn't get sunburned literally, and I have fair skin compared to Native Americans and other people, is that I'm eating the sun. Because of the live food, I actually have developed the ability to eat the sunlight. It didn't do me. It was my nutrition. Mm. And so in the four days, I'm getting stronger. I'm not getting weaker. It's like, what is going on? Mm. I'll probably figure it out afterwards to integrate it. I'm strong. I'm having a good time. And everybody else is like, yeah, they have to literally leave the field to kind of get in the shade. And so, in a certain way, on my food, we begin winter long enough on my food, we begin eating the sun, literally. So, I was just taking the sun in to my body and getting energized.
1: Imagine that. Hmm.
0: A little mind blowing. Hmm. And there is a researcher, she's not alive anymore, a cancer research in Germany, and she noticed he treated uh, cancer patients that when you put people on live food, they will be able to be out in the sun four times longer. So I have my anecdotal story, like Gable's story, but then there's a cancer researcher or cancer treatment center where they put on live food as part of it, and they're able, as compared to before, to be out in the sun four times longer. So live food, at least in these two contexts, means you start to eat the sun at some level and you're able to, to be in the sun longer, for one thing. Just a, a different way of thinking about it is that when we do live food enough, it becomes part of our diet, the, the sun, which is what you were asking.
1: Yes, and a connection to the earth and to the elements, everything. I, I'm hearing here that eating live foods is so much more than just the physical health. Clearly, it's a spiritual.
0: We're one right with the living planet environmental speak, we're fixing the planet, we're one with the living planet. When you're on live food, you really get the oneness because the planet is eating the live food too, you know, the water and the sun and everything. So Mm -hmm. we are sharing that oneness with the living planet with the live food in a way that no other diet helps you do.
1: It's really beautiful. And would you say that becoming vegan is a stepping stone to becoming raw? Has that been your experience and what you've seen with others or...? There is a transitional phase for people, I find. I know for myself there was.
0: I think it's your intention. Mm -hmm. Some people intend to be vegan because you're not hurting animals and it's good for the planet, it protects the environment, obviously health benefits. But they may not have the intention to kind of go to live food. Mm -hmm. Other people, it's a step into live foods. So I think there are two different intentions according to where people are at.
1: So I'm going to tell you how I ventured into fully raw. I did a couple of days on juice, eight days on water, and I just planned to do a month detox. And so I started with the juice, went into water, and then for the rest of the month I was fully raw. That was, And it was only meant to be for that month. That was my, my plan or my intention. And I thought, well, at the end of the month, come my da- the day out, I'm going to go for my piece of bread with avocado, probably a coffee. <laughs> but when that last day came, I felt so good. I felt so amazing. I was just like, I'm not going back. I'm staying right here. The feeling of just eating live foods alone. And during that time, I actually, I had your book, Living Food, the big book with all the recipes. I had it in my, my shop, since I'd seen you first speak in Brisbane, I bought it then. And I had referred to the recipes and used them. But during that month, I actually read the book <laughs> and I read the content in Conscious Eating as well. And just having done that research and learned more about living foods, and then while I was practicing it, I couldn't go back. I said I'm like, this is it. This feels so good. I had some, felt so much energy, as you said and light i guess i guess that was the sunshine (laughs) the human process of photosynthesis and that was how it it happened for me and i i just love eating living food i love feeling alive and i don't find it difficult to prepare it's in fact i find it much easier i'm spend a lot less time preparing food now and i have a lot of recipes thanks to you (laughs) And your books. And yeah, so it's it is. It's true what you say. And I've been there for a couple of years. I'm nowhere near like what you have, but even in just two years I found that whole weight thing like you described, it just works itself
0: out. Right.
1: Doesn't it? I I really
0: recommend people don't worry about their weight. It will just go to your optimum weight. Saves a lot of mental thinking about it. Yeah. But the, the whole idea is you become a living light. I'm going to add one more thing. I, In my book, first book in 1986, I talked about subtle organizing energy fields. Mm. Uh, when they're well organized, everything works much better. The DNA replicates better and so forth. When they aren't, that's where things misreplicate. And you get cancer and so forth. What happens is that the live food energizes the subtle organizing energy fields so that you get a much tighter format and therefore everything works better the cells divide better and so forth so that's another kind of another way of understanding it. the subtle organizing energy fields get maximally optimized that gives you it's a model for how do you really get optimal health that comes out of that
1: and there's a couple of things there, I, I guess, if we could pinpoint would be the immune system working optimally and also the digestive system. I noticed just becomes schmiko, <laughs> doing what it's meant to be doing. Is that, and it must have a wonderful impact on the immune system. I mean, you've done a whole, the 30 days on raw where diabetes is reversed. I mean, it does bring everything back to balance.
0: Yes, it optimizes the immune system for sure. I'm going to say based on my statistics, About 93% of the people feel an improved immune system over a two-year kind of study. The whole diet itself kind of is very activating and reverses most chronic diseases. Now, we clearly saw a breakthrough with the diabetes program. Mm. Uh, So that most people felt diabetes was not curable, type 2 diabetes was not curable. And what we showed is that on a 100% live food diet in a control setting, since then, many people have done it on their own. We healed uh, 61% of the non-insulin-dependent diabetics in three weeks. A lot more heal after that, but 61. 24% of the insulin-dependent diabetics in three weeks. 97% of the people were off all insulin. So we can see it with a curable disease in a short time of three weeks, a significant amount of people curing. That means a blood sugar, fasting blood sugar of less than 100 so it's pretty exciting and that's a major league chronic disease okay is di- type 2 diabetes mm-hmm. that brings all kinds of difficulties which we don't need to go into but the point is hey eating this way can reverse diabetes and cure it if you're paying attention mm-hmm. that's exciting that's a big mm-hmm. deal mm-hmm. so what we're seeing is you know we know that it helps clean the arteries it helps with arthritis it helps with most aches and pains because it's pulling the toxins out of those areas. Pretty much 95% of the people I treat who have osteoarthritis are healed of osteoarthritis on the live foods. So it begins to restore normal functioning. And that's the key. Normal physiological functioning. So that's what we see. When you hold that long enough, then the body heals. It's like, this is not a mystery here
1: no it's quite the opposite it's like we just go back to nature (laughs) and you found this through your spiritual seeking not the other way around that still
0: (laughs) i went through totally the opposite direction right but it doesn't matter how you get there the idea is to get there and understand the support spiritual life the more we eat this way the lighter we become also the deeper we can meditate meat fish chicken dairy it creates a frequency of death in your system, and that goes into your chakras, your subtle bodies, the layers of the mind called the koshas, and it agitates the mind. It's harder to meditate. One of my teachers, Swami Prakashananda, said, When you kill an animal, you create pain, fear, and misery. And when you eat it, you take the pain, fear, and misery into yourself, mm-hmm. causing pain, fear, and misery. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll look at people eating meat, fish, chicken chicken dairy. And obviously they have a whole lot, seriously, a lot more chronic disease, more cancer, more diabetes, 35 to 50% more diabetes. And it goes on and on, you know, 32% more heart disease. It's pretty impressive. So you, you go out on a live with diet and you're basically going to have one quarter of the amount of osteoporosis and arthritis goes away. So it's amazingly healing, but I don't focus on that's why you do it. That's the side benefit. My idea is to become a superconductor of the divine and wake up spiritually. what I found is that 95% of the people who just start with live food begin to open up to spiritual life, just kind of naturally. You get more psychic, you get more tuned in, and you're just more open to the truth of of the divine in your life. You know, it just happens. Literally in two different studies, what I did and when somebody else did, 95% get more tuned into God. So that's an interesting, because you learn, you experience it all.
1: And when you say become a superconductor of the divine, how does that look?
0: How does it feel?
1: How does it feel? (laughs) How does it manifest? How does it feel?
0: (laughs) Totally turned on.
1: Okay, yes, yes.
0: And you can feel the energy passing through the crown, into the earth, and it's just going everywhere. So you, you feel plugged into the universe, the energy of the universe. And that's why I call it superconductor of the divine, okay? Because you're feeling the universal energy moving through you, and there's the minimum obstruction from our part of it. You're just turned on.
1: Turned on, alive, connected.
0: Turned on. Turned on.
1: Turned on. Turned on. So there's energy, a lot of energy in that, a lot of light energy, a lot of good energy. And where does... Spiritual fasting, I often hear you use that term as well. Where does that fit into all this? Is this specific for something, or would you consider that a lifestyle? For me, it was an opening fasting as well. So Fasting
0: helps people connect to the divine. Just naturally it happens. Yes. So spiritual fasting comes in, you begin to fast with the intention to deepen your connection with the divine, which at this point, We've been doing it in different places. We're mostly doing it in Israel. But right now, everything's shut down. Nobody's flying anywhere. But we're meditating two times a day. Yeah. Shaktipat, the scent of spiritual energy to awaken the Kundalini twice a day. We're also doing tri-yoga once a day. So, And then we're having spiritual discussions. So the focus, the orientation is about that. That's the key. It's all about the orientation. Some people, they can fast and they'll sit and they'll be miserable they aren't feeling so good. The focus is spirituality and the fasting supports it. When you fast with this in mind and you're meditating twice a day, it quiets the mind as well. Mm. So by the end of the fast, most everybody has the Kundalini awaken. you know, mm. giving shit about twice a day. But we are meditating twice a day, it just moves it along and really amplifies the energy. So it's the intention to have uh, more spiritual openness and awakening, and it also involves meditating with Shaktipat meditation twice a day. That's what makes it a spiritual fast.
1: Mm. So you're saying the intention is the spiritual opening. The byproduct is health and healing.
0: That's exactly what I'm saying.
1: It's a different way of looking at it. I think a lot of people do things for the health and healing. <laughs> so it's very refreshing. It's very opening
0: and... Right, but that's my orientation from the beginning. Yes, people get better. No question. I Clearly, people heal diabetes. We The last test in Israel, 100% of the people were diabetic healed. Type 2 diabetes healed. It's like, okay, what can we say? I just had that experience in Brazil where we did a fast in Brazil. Same thing. Our diabetic group happened, 100% healed. Okay, and that's just one week of fasting. When I was doing the research, I was taking far more sick, diabetics, you know, very high blood sugars and so forth, lots of medication. But what I am saying is just one week of fasting and your body wants to go back to normal. That's the key. You just ask the difference between juice and water fasting. It's important why I only do diluted juice fasting because water fasting for some people, particularly if they're depleted minerals, could make them more depleted, it could, particularly deplete magnesium, which causes heart palpitations. So I only recommend it for a more experienced faster. I like to dilute the juices in half, and that's what I use for the fasting. So water fasting
1: is for more experienced people?
0: Right, and it's juice fast, or I do a diluted juice fast is safer. Okay. Less likely to have heart palpitations and so forth, which you can with a water fast.
1: Yes, yes, okay. All right. So it's a good way to get started on juice fasting to open the doors to the divine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you still feel great on, uh, I diluted juices and have You get all the really good effects. Sometimes with water fasting, especially long water fasting, people get really tired, and so they're really not having a spiritual experience. They're having a detox experience. Okay. So you can have really good detox, On a juice fast, particularly a half juice fast, half water, half juice, and still have all the energy you need to do yoga and meditate and so forth.
1: How often do you meditate, Dr. Cousins, daily?
0: I meditate about an hour twice a day.
1: One hour twice a day. Mm. Living raw foods, meditating twice daily, yoga six days a week. (laughs) This is the lifestyle for... Perfect health, <laughs> no pain, full of energy connected to the divine.
0: That's right. It took, honestly, in the life of diet it did take about 20 years to get all of the football injuries to go away.
1: Wow, <laughs> okay, okay. So you started on a
0: back. It <laughs> healed. All the injuries, never had an operation. Of football
1: Never had an operation.
0: Hmm. Football, new injuries, this, that, and the other thing, it all healed up on the life of it. Torn discs. Wow all kinds of things that aren't supposed to heal, all healed up.
1: So I'm just going to recap just briefly on the, it's like a totality of what you're saying. We go into live foods, we connect spiritually, and everything heals, even ailments. So it's not even about the food itself. It's the energy that the food brings into the body and the connection that it helps us to create, to yes. come into an experience.
0: It's, it connects with the cosmos. You're open to the healing energy of the cosmos healing energy of the planet. You're open to all the healing energies that surround us in a good way.
1: Well, I can't say, why would people choose anything other than a lifestyle like that?
0: Because we don't know any better. Where I grew up, I didn't even know any vegans. I didn't think there were any vegans, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So that was in the 40s, 1940s. Like, vegan? Are you kidding me? We didn't even have TVs. (laughs)
1: And where does the zero point field fit into this? I know you've been
0: doing So what happens when you're doing live food and when you are fasting, your mind gets clear and old thought forms come up to be released. And the zero point, which I'm now teaching online because of what's going on, is an extremely easy and effective way to let go of old thought forms that block us. And zero point, we learn that the personality is a case of mistaken identity. Mm-hmm. And so when we clear the thoughts of the mind, we can experience the oneness of the divine because nothing's blocking our perception, like our thoughts. So the zero point is, we call it yoga of the mind or yana yoga. It's really to help clear the mind so we can be totally present. So when you meditate, there's a teaching, yoga, chitra, virti, narodaha, Patanjali's teaching, which is yoga is stilling the activities of the mind. So zero point not only stills the activities of the mind, but actually helps us let go of the activities of the mind, which we call virtis in a yoga system. It teaches us how to eliminate them, to dissolve them, so they're not coming back to disturb us. The
1: blocks and limitations is what you're saying. So they... Kind of go away, they dissolve.
0: That's right. And mm. I, three and a half days pretty much, I teach people how to do that. And again, we're doing it on the internet, so people from Australia could be, it's not a big trip to Europe. Yeah.
1: yeah, no, that sounds amazing. So I'll pop a link to, did you say you're doing it online?
0: Right, right. Because of what's going on, and it worked really well. We did it just a few weeks ago, and it really, really went very effective was so very okay.
1: So it's a process or a meditation or something like that.
0: Well, it's a way of working with your mind that shows you how to release the thoughts of the mind that are stuck there and keep repeating and keep us from being the, the truth of who we are. Mm-hmm. We're all born originals. Most people die copies. This <laughs> is helping you become original again.
1: Okay, got it. Now, I really would like to know, Dr. Cousins, what is a lion heart? The name of the podcast, this podcast is called Lionheart Podcast. I want to know, what, what does Lionheart mean to you, having a lion heart?
0: To me, what it means is courage, and in my world, spiritual courage. What's the spiritual courage about? You know, it's one thing to go into battle or play a football game. That's a certain courage. But mm. spiritual courage is being willing... To go into the unknown, okay. Mm. You see it in sacred relationships. It's the willingness to go into the unknown of uh, that happens in intimacy and in relation to God. Again, spiritual courage is the willingness to go into the unknown because going into God is really the deep unknown. This is beyond religion, obviously. What I'm saying, mm. it, it takes us to the deep unknown, uh, which you have to be willing to go into to really know God, mm. Real spiritual courage,
1: spiritual courage, and I imagine the zero point field, that's where we're going, <laughs> when yep. we let go of that we're born in one way, and we go,
0: yeah, we're born, original. like, a, in like a, this is coming back to be an original,
1: be back to being original, that's it, spiritual courage, thank you so much, that's so beautiful and so inspired and excited! <laughs> I just want to eat more raw food.
0: <laughs> right, this is good. Let's you eat live, it's but it's the whole lifestyle: it's the mm-hmm. yoga, meditation. The you know, try yoga, the meditation, the spiritual courage. It's just a way of relating to life where you're turned on to life. That takes us way beyond live food, but live food gives us that extra energy that two to three times more energy as the research shows to really experience our aliveness as we ending may everyone be blessed to have the spiritual courage to explore the live food and to explore our total aliveness on every level physical emotional mentally and spiritually and ultimately know the grace of god in our lives dr
1: cousins before we close off please is where would be the best place? I'll put the links to the your website and to the Zero Point Field online training. Is there anything more that we could share? Easy
0: is drcousins.com, and then they can go to the program section. They can also get in my newsletter. I'm teaching a lot, you know, things like the COVID viruses issue, COVID-19 coming up. But I'm teaching a lot of things with my newsletter, That don't necessarily go on the internet. And it's where all the programs are. And we're now going to go because of the lockdown worldwide, we're really going to start having more programs over the internet, which I was so, so positively surprised that it worked so well. (laughs) Well, Shocky pot to the eyes over the internet. It's really, I'm shocked how much energy people got to awaken. So it's like, wow, we're pretty excited about it. So all that will be listed there, okay?
1: All right, that sounds fantastic. It's been wonderful, the very whole perspective on life and not just the situation in the external world is just one thing, but really with this lifestyle we can have courage to see through everything, really,
0: spiritual right. courage. The life food gives us the spiritual courage to actually see the truth of who we are, mm. powers us to get into the, the real deep truth of who we are and experience our divine nature. It's very powerful.
1: Thank you for spending your precious time listening to this podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed. You can find some helpful links related to the topics we have discussed, download some freebies, and join our Lionheart community by visiting our website, lionheartworkshops.com. To view this specific podcast blog, click on podcast at the main menu. Please also share this with friends, hit subscribe and leave us a review so that these ideas can continue to spread. Those pretty little stars help others to find us. The Lionheart Podcast and Lionheart Online Workshops is an online platform and community designed to enhance your health, natural and spiritual well-being. Until next time, please think about how you will embody your lion heart and reach your highest potential as the amazing human being that you are.